Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Yes, good morning. It's Thursday. I believe it's February the 15th, podcast number 34. And we're in Exodus and we're in a great story uh, where Moses and God are sort of going back and forth about what he's supposed to say to Pharaoh. Moses just does not think that he's worthy to do what it is that he's called to do. No, he doesn't. And I don't even think it's a matter of him trying to worm his way out of it because obviously he can't. Yeah. You know. But once again, in Exodus chapter 6, at the end of the chapter, verse 28, it says, uh, the Lord speaks to Moses. And then verse 29, the Lord uh, says, I am the Lord. Speak to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I speak to you. Once again, I think he's really trying to encourage Moses. Do you not realize who I am? Yeah, and just go ahead and do it. It's going to be okay. Just, just keep doing it. I'll yeah. do my thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do my thing. And you're going to see it, too. You're going to see it, Moses. And Moses, once again, at least for the third time that we've <laughs> read in Scripture. You're going to hear your favorite line he again. Says, I am unskilled in speech. How then will Pharaoh listen to me? Okay, at this point, if I was God, mm-hmm. you know how you take an animal and you put its face in the... The doo doo and like, don't you do that? You know, I put Moses' face for right all you the air for all you say, members of PETA time. out there. Disregard what Nick just said, yeah. please. No animals were hurt in this. No, podcast. not in this okay, podcast. Sorry, when you do that to your child, whatever. Uh, but I'm thinking he's putting his face in front of Aaron's. Like he's going to speak for you now. Yeah. Just do it. Stop with the diapers already. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay, yeah, but you're right, Nick, and and God. If it were us, we would definitely be that frustrated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're talking to an all-powerful being that can do anything for you, and you just keep... And I created you. I told you that. I'll give you what to speak. Your brother's going to be right there to help you. But you see, I really believe it has gotten in Moses' head at this point that Pharaoh's not going to let the children go, and I'm going to look like an idiot in front of these people. I've come down here and said, I'm going to deliver these people. But you know what? You're not going to do it, Moses. Nope. God is going to do it. Yeah, and, you know, he, I can see in Moses' mind everything that happened in Egypt is flashing back. I killed a guy, and they ran me off. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. I'm not going through this again. No, I just look like a false prophet, even worse. You know? Yeah, and, you know, uh, a lot of us have felt like that in Christian service, too, where, where we're involved in a, in, in a ministry that doesn't make it, that uh, for all practical purposes, we think now it failed. Yeah. But nothing ever fails. No. God's love doesn't fail. Our ministry didn't fail. It just changes. There just you go. things go from one thing to another. And and everyone that's in this room right now is a result of a failed ministry. And yet nothing's failed at all. Not at all. And it's, I think it's just in your flesh you have an expectation of an outcome. But the outcome that you may want is m- maybe not what God wants at that time or for that season. Yeah. And we just have to learn from this story. That if we just stick it out, we're going to see the mighty hand of God working in our lives. And man, I know Abraham, you and I, oh, man. we have seen that in our lives. Oh, so because many our times. our life was a mess, man, oh, not yes. too long Def- ago. Definitely. It's still not maybe much better now, but, <laughs> but it's getting better, right? And it kind of, even before we get into the scripture, you know, it's kind of like with your child. When you keep telling them something and they keep telling you, I can't do that, I can't do that. And you're like, it's going to be fine. Just go ahead and do it. Trust me. We know that they can do it, though. But you can do it. Yes, you you can. can. You just don't want to. You don't feel like it. You feel uncomfortable. But you can do it. Yeah. And God feels that way about Moses, too. So here we are, chapter 7, 
Exodus chapter 7, God reassures Moses. Here we go. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of his land. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth mine armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I stretch forth mine hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. And Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded them, so did they. And Moses was fourscore years old, and Aaron fourscore and three years old when they spake unto Pharaoh. Well, once again, it and tells the Lord... us a little bit about the story that we were talking about earlier. We knew that Aaron was the older brother, but I was thinking maybe he was about five years older. Well, it tells us right oh. here he's three years older. He's yeah, just three, three years older. And I think Miriam's older than both of them. Isn't she the first? Was she the first one? Yeah, because see, didn't she run along to find out where the Moses went? And I'm pretty sure a two-year-old's not out there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, so I don't know. A, if it's Gastonia, it's possible. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bessemer City for sure. Ouch. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Kelly. He couldn't help it. Yeah. And our campus, uh, CCA's campus is all As I told you guys a couple days ago, we've lost our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. David's like, you guys are just, you're over the top. Yeah. Anyway, um, seems like we're going to say something about that. What was I going to say? Where were we at? Oh, we were talking about Moses and Aaron's age. Yeah, just about their age. So, so we did find out. And, uh, of course, we knew Moses was 80. So he spent 40 years in Egypt to start with, 40 years approximately in Midian. And now he's about to spend 40 more years leading mm -hmm. these people of Israel. Trifecta. Uh, yeah, he's kinda, <laughs> yeah. He doubled down. <laughs> and, uh, but Moses decided, Moses and Aaron, they're going to do what the Lord says because God is t letting them know it's not about you and you yeah. can't do it. I will do it, but yes. I will do it. This and is when where I do it, it starts getting exciting. That's right. And then uh, Pharaoh's going to see that it is. All right. Verse 8. Spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, The Lord spoke. When Pharaoh <laughs> shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you. Then thou shalt say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. Now the magicians of Egypt, they also did in like manner with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. And he hardened Pharaoh's heart, that he hearkened not unto them. As the Lord had said. Yeah, so once again. And the Lord said unto Moses. God does this. God hardens his heart. Yes. But Pharaoh wasn't letting him go at this point either. Yeah, I don't even think Pharaoh was phased by the, the snakes, the rods turning into snakes because his people could do that too. And by the way, if you ever saw the Cecil B. DeMille version <laughs> of this, it's hilarious, man. All these snakes are looking at each other and then it starts gobbling them up. It's like, yeah. And, and isn't the little Pharaoh's Yeah, Pharaoh's son's son, getting all like petrified and getting, everything. And he's like, Brenner's standing there like, Don't yeah, worry, son. It's okay. Yeah, watch my magicians do the same thing. That's right. You should have seen me in the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, but here's the thing though how does it make moses and aaron feel when the magicians come out and they do you know moses never saw any stick turn into a snake 
Yeah, I'm. I mean, you think you get, that was a little discouraging? If you get the movie in your head, yeah, I'm thinking Moses has got the right face on. He's not feeling panicked. I'm thinking Aaron might be a little panicked, but so, I think so he's Moses, got his poker face. Moses on. has got the game face on, and then when and then it, God yes allows his his rod to swallow up their snakes, mm-hmm. and that had to give them encouragement again. Like, oh, okay, so you can make snakes. We can eat them. <laughs> yeah, maybe God is just like I'm going to let Pharaoh see a little bit that that you you do have something about the metaphysical. I can do that too. Exactly. But they were going to go a little bit above, and he's going to eat that one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I I think we just wait till tomorrow for the, the the last one. Sounds good. Yeah. So so he did the snake thing, but uh, what's the next thing that he's going to do? He just refuses to let him go. Yeah, his, his oh, and so the next day is when they turn the Nile uh, red. Okay, yes. so we'll get to that on Friday's podcast. So you guys will just have to hang in there and wait till tomorrow. Or read it. Yeah, it's only been around for a few thousand years now, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Don't go turning on the Ten Commandments tonight. One of your best titles was, You Ruined the Ending. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.